A subject of fugitives often occurs in the narratives of the Assyrian military campaigns. The annals teem with biased descriptions of escaping hostile rulers or of entire communities overwhelmed by the radiant glory of God Asher. Contrary to the royal inscriptions, which repeatedly present us with the same scheme, a true cliché, the texts from the state archives touch on the problem from quite a different micro-historical perspective. More than 100 letters contain information about fugitives. This material is presented in the appendix and analysis in this article from several perspectives. The letters related to fugitives allow to some extent a deeper insight into numerous issues such as the geographical distribution of runaways, the causes of their fleeing, and the social background of fugitives. Above all, however, we are presented with a variety of real individuals operating in a real environment. The documents also reveal a certain modus operandi of the state when attempting to prevent this social negative phenomenon. Unfortunately, one of the main drawbacks of such research is the scarcity of the material at our disposal. The text corpus consists of only letters spanning from Taglith Pilazar III to Asurbanipal, and a significant number are fragmentary or lack any contextual information. Frequently, there is only a small piece of information about a single event without a more detailed context. In many cases, it is impossible to answer the most simple questions such as who was the fugitive, where did he come from, where he, f he was fleeing to, and where he could effectively go, as well as basic motivations made as well as which basic motivations made him run away and whether he succeeded in his risky enterprise. Furthermore, the geographical distinction of the source material is largely uneven, making it difficult or even impossible to follow any changes in the given area in a certain period of time. Finally, the letters do not contained any information about the legal procedures concerning the captured fugitives and their accomplices. It is therefore impossible to reconstruct a coherent justice system, possibly socially universal, directly involved in prosecuting, sentencing, and finally punishing the captured. We are not able to follow all these stages, nor can we clearly define the responsibilities of individual officials of the Assyrian administration. Studying the letters, however, one is struck by the flexible approach 
the Assyrian state to, of the Assyrian state to some runaways. So far, the role of fugitive in the Neo-Assyrian correspondence has not been subject to a thorough analysis in the broader context of the whole empire. Few works, however, refer to this issue. Giovanni B. Lanfrenchi outlines some aspects of the problem by taking notice of several dozen of letters dealing with runaways dated to the realm of Sargon II. While Simo Parpolo Parpola analyzed the legal status of deserters and fugitives in the interstate treaties concluded between the Assyrian Empire and its vassal and allied states. An important work of Daniel C. Snell deals with the flights of slaves and with the concept of freedom in the ancient Near East from the beginning of the Mesopotamian civilization to the Neo-Babylonian period. Although Snell does not deal with the Neo-Assyrian Empire, a full chapter of his work is dedicated to the Middle Assyrian laws and to three later texts from the first millennium BCE, which describe the brutal punishments inflicted upon the captured fugitives. The key word which denotes the verb to escape in the letters is the Akkadian verb alaku neo-babylonian eleku according to the ahw the grandstrom of this verb means first squinden zagradengehian Flehen, the Doppelstam, Zam, Verswinden, Bringen, and Stam, Entkommen, Lassen. According to the CAD, the verb Alaku means to disappear, to vanish, to become missing or lost to perish, to escape, to flee, to make disappear, let escape, to help escape, to cause losses. The verbal ob objective is alku, translated in CAD, escaped, missing, lost. Also, the verb makatu refers to runaways. If its basic meaning is to fall down, no, if its basic meaning is to fall down, to collapse, in the Neo-Assyrian letters its verbal adjective maktu sometimes denotes a deserter, a fugitive, specifically from the army. Finally, the verb abatu, to capture, and its verbal adjective Abtu means indi may indicate that the letter deals with fugitives who are often called pariu criminal. The 
paucity of the text, in many cases their fragmentary state of preservation and a general dearth of the contextual information prevent from drawing far-reaching conclusions and generalizations about the geographical distribution of the escapes. Nevertheless, the letters reveal that the problem of fugitives affected the whole empire. People fled from one province to another or within the same province while others took refuge in foreign countries. The fact, however, that one of the provincial government governors writes more frequently to the king about runaways than his counterpart in another region of the empire is probably just a coincidence, since it might be the result of a disappropriate distribution of the sources. Such a situation inevitably leads to a blurred and deceptive perspective, which in turn hampers any effect of a more or less credible reconstruction of the past, let alone of grasping the chances both synchronically and diachronically. Along the northern frontier of the emperor, Empire, the buffer state of Serbia, sandwiched between Assyria and Urartu, tops the list as a safe haven from four, no, four fugitives. Its rulers willingly granted asylum, which may have been motivated by religious reasons. Its location and topography also made it an easier shelter for refugees to run away to. Another important factor contributed to a larger number of runaways is the chapter of the border itself, or is the character of the border itself. As Bradley J. Parker has pointed out, the northern frontier of Assyria did not form a stark line between the district political entities but was instead a porous transitional zone that separated the northern provinces of the Assyrian Empire from the autonomous cultures of southeastern Anatolia. Furthermore, two other areas stand out as places of refuge, the eastern Assyrian provinces of Babylonia, in several letters, fugitives from both regions are mentioned. These letters are a product of a political expansion of the empire, which is in turn reflected in a larger number of sources. In the eastern provinces, a new political environment characterized by a myriad of small entities and by a difficult terrain may have contributed to an increase in the number of runaways. As for Babylonia, its multi-ethnic population and the frequently changing geopolitical situation seems to have been the main factor. 
Looking at runaways from a micro-historical perspective, fugitives could preferably select two different areas for their inaccessibilities, Mount mountainous regions and marshlands, which were excellent hideouts where they could feel relatively safe and secure. Unfortunately, there are only a few examples. Highlanders, Highlanders from the town of Lapsia opposed the orders of Taklak Anna Bell, governor of Nabini. The whole community escaped onto the nearby mountain so that the Majordomo sent by the governor could only find the deserted town. This story resembles the narrative of the military campaign of the Assyrian kings where local people are told to have found shelter in inaccessible mountains, mount, mountainous regions. They abandoned their towns and villages to save their lives. Babylonian marshlands also offered a safe refuge for fugitives as in Bit Amukani during the reign of Ashurbanipal and Ashurbanipal. According to Nabu Asalem from Bit Dakuri, that inhospitable area was a safe sanctuary for 30 families who had escaped during the time of Samas Ibni. They enjoyed such impunity as to refuse to work for the king and even worse, to conspire several times with the enemy. We do not know if they were captured and resettled. Further, the southern Babylonian marshlands served as a very good hideout for Meredith Baladin when he was pursued by Sennacherib. In this instance, the Assyrian king admits a failure, saying, I hastened after him. Mordak Baladin to the land of Gazamanu and ordered my warriors into the midst of swamps and marshes. For five days they sought him out, but his hiding place could not be found.